Welcome. This is Heidi from Discerning Grace. Today I'm continuing my discussion on prayer. Prayer is an inward discipline. It rounds out the four inward disciplines. We've already looked at meditation, fasting, and study. This chat on prayer, as with any of the disciplines, is about what God is bringing to your attention today. We each come as we are. Jesus loves us and cherishes us in this moment. This is a good time to remind you that the Holy Spirit, your helper, advocate, and comforter, is ready and able to help you as we meet together today. Ask the Spirit what's important for you in this moment. Thank you for giving me the next 8 to 10 minutes. So get comfortable, relax, take a deep breath, and breathe in the Holy Spirit. From Psalm 46, 3 and 4, it reads, Send out your light and your truth, that they may lead me and bring me to your holy hill and to your dwelling, that I may go to the altar of God and to the God of my joy and gladness. And on the harp I will give thanks, O God, my God. Amen. So, what were your thoughts this week? Did you come up with a definition for prayer? A beginning definition is fine. You can build on it as you try new things and as God reveals himself to you. I know my definition will change. A few added words here and there and maybe will be different phrases as I move in and out of the seasons of my life. Joshua Kunman Kang says, To pray is to send one's roots deeply to Jesus, the source of living water. Prayer spirituality is the spiritual activity of growing down. Only when the tree sends its roots deeply down into the ground can the branches grow upward and bear abundant fruit. Our souls grow and bear fruit of the Spirit by the living water that we absorb through the roots, through prayer. True prayer is an encounter between heaven and earth. I really like that analogy. So, why pray? What are your motives for prayer? My mom gave me an example that if I bring God a teacup, he'll fill it. If I ask him to fill a swimming pool, he'll fill that too. Do we think, dream, and pray big? Here's a few reasons to pray. Here's a small list. Prayer is to give God glory. To learn to delight in the Lord. To increase our relationship with the triune God. Prayer increases our faith and develops personal spiritual growth. During prayer, we experience forgiveness personally and learn to forgive others through Christ. Prayer helps develop our relationship with the Holy Spirit and we become familiar with His whisper. Prayer helps us learn and grow in loving others. Prayer helps us experience the mystery of God. It gives us perspective on life and death, on the gardens and the deserts of our lives. And it helps develop increased compassion for others. Jan Johnson says, Love happens in relationship." Prayer is the space where time and words and silence are given to God as holy offerings of love. 
I wonder if we think about prayer as holy offerings of love. Richard Foster says, Prayer is nothing more than an ongoing and growing love relationship with God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I want you to hear this bold and clear. Prayer is not an event. Don't focus on adding prayer as a routine to your day. How can we change our paradigm to think of prayer is life? It's breathe in, breathe out with God. Think of it as a love language with God. And then true love leads to desirable transformation. It's a type of lifestyle. Okay, here's a picture that you can see in your mind. Think about going to the doctor's office. The waiting room is full of all ages of people. You go in, you get to see the doctor, you tell him your concerns and your problems, and he only uses one way to diagnose and treat a problem. Yet each one of you come to the doctor with different problems, issues, and he only knows one way to diagnose. You can guess, we would all be hightailing it to a different doctor. One who knows several ways to diagnose and multiple ways to treat and apply those uh, treatments. So it is with prayer. It is not a formula that you follow and pray the same for everything. I'm not saying you can't have fixed hours to pray or that praying the same prayer each week with a group of believers is wrong. I like fixed hours as well as praying a prayer out loud together like the Lord's Prayer. My goal is to expose and encourage you to commune with God throughout your day, and in different ways that keep your relationship with God alive. Roberta Bundy says, The root of all prayer, and and indeed all life itself, is to desire God. All things are made to desire God. Now I'm going to offer you an idea. How about trying to keep a spiritual journal? Notice I didn't say prayer journal. You can document observations and reflections. You can write down prayers or copy prayers that are meaningful to you. You can jot down events or activities, looking behind the event for hidden meaning, not just face value. You can decide how to write it. You can title a page yesterday, looking back on all that happened spiritually, physically, and the outcomes. You can add people, appointments, connections made, and your thoughts and feelings and high points as well as disappointments. Here is a good place to jot down the nudges of the Holy Spirit that we notice. We can learn from yesterday. This process is sometimes called the examine prayer. It helps us to take a minute to notice our day, be grateful or thankful for what, where we see his fingerprints on our lives, confess our sins, bring our needs, and look forward to the joys he has for us tomorrow. This is an all-around good thing to do. My personal experience when asked to do an exam every evening did not go well for months. I was worried God would point out all my faults and I would feel condemnation. Who would want to do that every day? Finally, I confessed this to my spiritual director. I felt ashamed that I just didn't want to do this practice. Well, an hour of me talking about my feelings, I was asked what I thought. God was thinking about me. What did God think of me? I realized I was pushing my feelings onto God. I was not looking at this as a love relationship. 
And then when I was asked what I thought God would be thinking when I came to visit with him, I realized God would not be disappointed with me. He loved me. He is a loving God. It's someone who want, he is someone who wants to be with me, who already knows my faults and loves me. I won't tell you I practice this prayer style every night. Yes, it is a goal at some point to be able to walk through this prayer, to be held in God's loving embrace before I fall asleep each night. But the truth is I still struggle with my own guilt and shame as I come to sit at the feet of the lover of my soul. You can look up an example of the examined prayer in the website resources. Daniel Ethan Harris has written a book called Living Prayerfully, How Ordinary People Become Prayerful. I met him through CenterQuest. He divides his book into praying with other people's words, praying without words, and praying with your own words. But the theme is learning to live a life of prayer. I can sit with a friend and chat or be comfortable just sitting together. We are more apt to sit quietly and knit, occasionally saying something. Think about a friend or a spouse. How when it's nice to just sit together, no pressure, just to be. In our closing prayer, taken from others' words, I will need you to reply, Lord have mercy on me. I will pause after I say, let us pray to the Lord. And that's your chance to respond, Lord have mercy on me. Let us pray. In peace, let us pray. Lord, have mercy on me. In peace from on high and for the salvation of our souls, let us pray to the Lord. For the peace of the whole world, for the good estate of the holy churches of God, and for the union of all, let us pray to the Lord. May our homes be holy and reverent to you. May all who enter feel his presence. Let us pray to the Lord. For our pastors, priests, bishops, all in charge, and for their congregations committed to their charge, let us pray to the Lord. For our country and for its people, and for those who are entrusted with civil authority, let us pray to the Lord. Thank you, Almighty God, for hearing our prayers and pro- and providing a bounty of mercy for each of us. Amen. Until next week. Blessings.